Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, With Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van. Uh, I love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup. Uh, That's where I get ready. That's where my clothes are. That's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over like time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones, especially during times like these. I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others, and you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the important the toilet, so important. the toilet handle. Don't forget the toilet handle. (laughs) So remember, when when it counts, counts, trust Clorox. Today's episode is brought to you by Clorox. When it counts, trust Clorox the same way we trust essential workers to provide the care they give to us. Families trust Clorox to give them a safe and protected home. Our community heroes trust Clorox to keep places like hospitals and grocery stores disinfected. So I know I too can trust Clorox to provide my home with a safe environment at home we can all enjoy. So I have a story for you, Amanda. Um, With Clorox, there's one thing I definitely use it for every single time before I step into my vanity van. Uh, I love the entire place disinfected because that's where I keep my makeup. Uh, That's where I get ready. That's where my clothes are. That's sometimes where I take a nap as well. So, you know, I can use it all over like time of need. So, um, yeah, it's been really, really, it just keeps everything super clean and I, I feel super safe. For me, it's important to share with loved ones and the public in general how they can give the most care for their loved ones, especially during times like these. I mean, with the pandemic going on, with COVID going on, it's just great to be extra sanitary with all the items that are around you, caring for others, and you know, just wiping down the door handle after you use the bathroom or wiping down so the important. The toilet, so important. The toilet handle. Don't forget the toilet handle. (laughs) So remember, when when it counts, counts, trust Clorox. I'm Allie J. And I'm Crystal O. And welcome to Not Your Token Black Girl, where we recover from spreading black girl magic wherever we go. From careers and cocktails to men and mental health, we're breaking it all down on what it means to wear the token crown. So if you've ever said, I'm not your token, fill in the blank, then this podcast is for you. A fun and witty show that's a little bit shady, but 100% true. It's Saturday brunch combo with the girls in a quick 20 minutes. Now let's get started. On today's episode of Not Your Token Black Girl, we're tackling all things hair with podcast guest Kristen Martin. She's a globetrotter with a passion for fashion and flaunting her natural coils. Follow her on Instagram at MissChris1717. 
So today on the show, we have Kristen Martin, who spreads her black girl magic wherever she goes with her fashionable <laughs> style and her amazing walks. So Kristen, yeah. tell us a little bit about yourself. Where'd you grow up? Where are you from? What do you do? Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah. So hi, everyone. My name is Kristen. I'm from Dallas. Um, I know. There's not very many of us. Um, there's not. But yeah, I'm a Dallas girl. Um, what else did you want to know? Oh, what do I do? Please. I work at JCPenney. I work on our website. So I oh, nice. just work on improving sales for certain categories of business on our website. Nice. Very, cool. Very nice. I love JCPenney's. <laughs> Good. JCP. You guys go shop. Seriously. Shop online. Okay, so that's still happening. There, especially, yeah, especially when they have that 60% of clearance, I'm there. Mm-hmm. We're going to yeah. get JCP to sponsor this episode. Um, <laughs> so, Chris, clearly working in retail, you have access to lots of great fashion. Talk to us a little bit about your style, um, and then eventually we'll get to the crown. Okay, so my personal style I'd say changes depending on my mood so I actually pick out probably 10 outfits on Sunday um it's kind of how I prepare for the week and they're all different styles so sometimes super like tomboy chic sometimes um it'll be like really modern sometimes a little more edgy for the corporate office and then sometimes it's just super prim and proper um and just more tailored and classic look so because i put together so many outfits i can wait until the very last minute to wake up (laughs) because my (laughs) outfits are already pulled and i literally don't do much with my hair in the morning so i literally just like wash my face, brush my teeth, obviously, put on some makeup, shake my hair out, and then just grab one of the hangers that has this outfit on. And I literally take no time to get out of the door. Okay, so let's talk about where you say you don't really do much with your hair. Because um, on the Not Your Token Black Girl podcast, Kristen, if you're okay with it, we're going to post some of your cute shots. And I am natural. <laughs> I've been natural for over seven years now and it's never just to shake my hair out and go so talk to us a little bit about how you maintain your cute natural styles how you even decided to go natural um or have you been natural your whole life talk to us a little bit about that yeah of course so um I've been natural gosh for at least maybe 15 years wow Um, okay so definitely like since high school However, I didn't. I didn't know that. And Chris and I went to high school together. I didn't know you were natural in high school. I remember you always wore braids, but I didn't know you were natural. Exactly. Um, So long story really short about that is, um, unfortunately, I am the product of divorce. My parents got divorced early on in life and we lived with my dad. And he was not like the super cute videos that you see of dads like doing their daughter's hair every morning like <laughs> nothing like that um he he just didn't have that skill and so he would just send us to the salon every yeah. other week to get our hair done yeah. um or we would he would just send us there to get braids because that was easy yeah. for him to take care of us 
And yeah. so um, I was always natural, but just kind of always had it covered up. And as I got older and maybe got into college, I um, didn't have him telling me that I couldn't wear weave anymore. So of course <laughs> I get into like extensions and all that. And I love yeah. it, but it wasn't until the last maybe two years that I've really learned to find beauty in just wearing my hair as is um, yeah. because I never saw it growing up. Like I, I think for a lot of black women, like you, we don't even know how beautiful our hair could be because we spend so much time like manipulating it and dyeing it and straightening it and, you know, putting it into this and hiding it under that to make it easy yeah. for us, easier. But really like it's it's beautiful but we don't I don't know that we always give ourselves the chance or the yeah have the patience I should say to discover yeah the and I and I'll like I'll hop in here just because I'm like the opposing side right like I still relax yeah. my hair every eight to ten weeks I've like went natural for a little bit and completely hated it and I don't think I think for me it's more so I'm lazy than anything right like <laughs> I'm re like I'm just lazy like I prefer to get up and shake my hair out and walk right like I know but I do that too. My thing. <laughs> yeah no I know and that I mean I was going to your point right it's like you wake up shake your ha hair out and go and it's like me that like I I like that about being my hair being straight all the time or having just a slight wave or like when I wash it it's like slightly curly and not so so much so that I have to like put a whole bunch of product and you know like there's so I'm like it's the easy. opposite view I do I do think that like I love this whole like everybody is able to wear their natural hair and feel really comfortable like I think back in the day and maybe like still there was this stigma when you walked in a corporate America and stuff with a fro but now it's a little looser and more accepted and it's exciting well, to see it and I like it's there's a stigma I still think there's a stigma. I mean, I feel like I people were celebrating. Oh, yeah, this is just my opinion. But people were celebrating the state of California officially making it illegal to, you know, discriminate against hair types, primarily yes. African-American Oh, you know what? I did see that. And I didn't understand why we were celebrating this. I mean, if we have to have a bill to say you can't not hire me yeah. or not promote me because my hair grows out of my scalp nappy that's yeah. a problem so I yeah that, that's a little discriminatory yeah. yeah I mean Kristen how do you feel when you walk into corporate America or on a date or I guess does your confidence change with your natural hair depending on your setting or have you grown to a point to where you're like this is who I am I don't care whether you accept me or not I have definitely grown to that space. Um, okay. I was told very early on in my corporate career that if I wanted to move up the chain, and this was by an African-American woman, by the way, um, that I needed to, you know, either perm my hair, just keep it straight so that it's seen as manageable, so that I'm not seen as someone who would, um, and again, this is perception, but so that I'm yeah. not perceived to be someone who would go against the grain and so I followed mm. that um that line of thought I think and yeah now that and there's something about being in your 30s I don't know what it is 
but something just clicked and it changed. And now I just don't care. And I am not necessarily trying to fit into a certain box. I'm so much more comfortable with who I am. And I guess I've, um, similar to what you were saying, Alex, like, like, you sound very confident and, you know, with, with your hair beautiful and wearing it yeah. permed, I'm the exact same way with it natural. And I just, I don't care what you think when I walk into, you know, a corporate setting and I'm always yeah. going to pull up a seat at the table, even if I'm late and I'm always <laughs> going to have my voice heard. I am always <laughs> going to be late. I am usually late. Yeah. No, I make, I make no apologies for it. Um, and and so it's, there's just something about this like level of confidence that I've reached now. Um, but I will say on, in terms of dating, which has been hilariously tragic, um, but also kind of fun. Wait, I, what? that could be a whole other episode. Um, <laughs> there have been a few times that I've been kind of like, Oh, I wish my hair was like a little more full or like wondering like, Oh, is he going to think I'm attractive because I've seen all the other girls on his, you know, social media, and they all have long weaves, and, like, my hair looks really short, but actually, it's pretty long, but, you know, you know, will he think I'm sexy, even though, like, my hair looks to, like, it's a few inches long, you know, I just, all those questions do kind of pop into my head, but I just kind of do my best to, like, ignore it. Well, I find that very interesting, because, like I said, I've been natural for a long time, Um, I actually went natural before I met Mike, but I was straightening it. So I had stopped perming it, but I was straightening it. So you couldn't tell whether it was permed or or not, but it was actually Uh Mike who encouraged me to go natural. Like, I guess I was natural, but to wear it in this natural state. When I say natural state, I'm not just saying wash it and just be free. I don't have the type of curl pattern. I need to put some type of coconut oil, something (laughs) in it. (laughs) <laughs> right, just okay. you know, style it, <laughs> put a little curl in it so it's not just out here all over the place. But he was actually the one to say, "You look gorgeous either way, but I really like you with your big, curly, you know, nappy hair." And yeah. I have to say, it's something about having. It says something, or it made me feel a lot more confident knowing that my man thought I was still sexy. Because when I met Mike, I had straight hair, I had weave, I was probably, you know, rocking like a 20 or 22 inch weave. I was this glammed out Barbie doll with straight hair. Um, And he let me know you can still be this glammed out Barbie doll with your natural hair. Um, So it really lifted my confidence in that. I think that's that's so true, Crystal, because you did start wearing your hair more like you would wear your curly puff with like your headband you know like you would do that yeah. more when you started dating Mike I think that makes yeah. sense with with my husband it's different like he's seen me when I when I've had that natural hair and I was mainly straightening it when I came from Boston you know I didn't have a stylist there in LA like I had to be natural because I didn't have a stylist but I always yeah. wanted to straighten it or I was always getting braids and as soon as I got back and moved back and had my stylist, I was like, please, relax or something. Help me immediately. <laughs> yeah, I just didn't like it. it. And for me, I mean, it was, it was a lot easier when I had a relaxer. So I love the place for, I wore, I wore one for my wedding. But what I do miss about my perm days was 
for me, it was easier. I could wash it, blow dry it, and throw a curl in it in an hour. Now I have to wash it, decondition it, you know, make sure I'm detangling properly so I don't get it knotted or, or, um, you know, I'm pulling where it doesn't need to be pulled. And then I've got to spend time flat twisting it or whatever I'm going to do. And just as my life has evolved, like now being married and a mom and a business owner, I'm like, I don't have time to do this every night. Um, right. So I found myself looking at YouTube videos, trying to see how I could make one style work for, you know, three or four days and different things like that. So now I, I'm still natural. I've just reverted back to wash it, blow dry it and straighten it out. But Kristen, I would like to know, um, and Alex, you too, since we've got opposing, I wouldn't say opposing, two women who rock their no, hair I in different styles. I think it's styles. the same. I mean, yeah, it's I, not opposing. I, it's I the same thing. Yeah, we, I think it's fine. So how yeah, do you um, keep up with your style throughout the week? <laughs> Keeping up with your style, um, making it easy, whether you're permed or natural. How do you make that work? Yeah. So I, when I tell you I'm lazy, I am so lazy um I guess let's see usually on Saturdays I'll wake up um actually no to be honest this kind of starts late Friday night if I don't go out or do anything um I'll start Friday night and I'll wash it and maybe I wake up on Saturday and I'll um I will have put a deep conditioner in it so maybe on Saturday morning I'll wake up rinse that out um, and then I'll put, I love to condition. So, um, before I go run errands to go like, you know, just go get groceries or go wash the car, do whatever. Um, I'll have another round of conditioner already in my hair. So I'm kind of running around all of Saturday with, uh, or for most of Saturday with conditioner in my hair. And then when I get back home to like finish out laundry or do whatever, um, I'll rinse it out and put a leave-in conditioner in it and I twist it and when I tell you that is the last that I really touch my hair once that dries I literally every single night I throw it in a bonnet I do not twist it up into like what do they call pineapple I don't retwist it into like a million different plaits I literally leave it hanging all over my head I just put a bonnet on top of it And in the morning, I literally rip off the bonnet and I shake my hair. I'll probably put some oil on my hands um, to just like rub through my roots because I do believe in like root stimulation. Um, But yeah, I just rub my roots a little bit, shake it out, literally less than two minutes total um, on my hair. And I don't touch it again until the next week when I wash it. If I'm traveling and I don't have that luxury of you know, taking that time to wash and condition, um, you know, that style sometimes lasts two weeks. <laughs> I literally Ooh. do not touch my head. And I probably shouldn't say that out loud because I know my stylist is <laughs> okay. like, safe, safe. Yeah. <laughs> safe. <laughs> um, Allie, is your routine similar? How is it different for you or the same? I go, I have a standing appointment every two weeks where I get a of wash you do. condition. <laughs> And I, and I sit under the dryer. I haven't had yeah. a relaxer in over three months at this point. So my routine's a little different when I go. She still yeah. does the same deep condition. She still washes it. But now I'm like, hit the roots, like <laughs> straighten it out. Like, cause yeah. I prefer my, I mean, that's just my preference. Like I prefer my yeah. hair straight 
but then every night I wrap my hair up or if I or if I put like a wave or it has like a bump or something I'll put like a bonnet on and then I shake my hair yeah. and go you know and but yeah, I can't okay. I'm also really into wigs right now so like I, I just ordered some too so oh. I'm like into that and because that's easy and I've actually just braided my hair uh, 30 minutes ago because and while I was watching tv because I'm really into braids too I'm just I don't know I'm like super versatile I think that and I mean Krista you may not have another direction to go in after this but I also think that with this full empowerment there's also this amongst like our community there's also a lot of like hair type dilemmas right like 4c versus 3c and you know like what's easy and there's a bunch of yes hair is hair like yes I feel like there can be different products that work better depending on you know the the tightness of your curl but this hair texture but that goes along it, with how people view it and how people are defining it and yes. and confident about it you know like if we can say I all feel like day, that's like, on the same oh, level so of colorism it is no totally yeah. it is but I it it's is. hairism right but it does it, that's when you think about how people interpret it when they're looking at like the because I follow a lot of hair people on social right and my, like, when I look at my hair, it doesn't look, the, it's not going to look the same, like, <laughs> as the right. verses that I just seen, you know. I don't yes. Know. Even though I wanted to. <laughs> I think not, you bring up a really good not point, the, though, because yeah. there, there's a certain, um, I don't know, it's, like, we're talking about colorism, hairism, um, finding that beauty in it for yourself, I think is just really important Yeah, um, because yeah. there, I think even within, you know, the black community and I've heard men say this, we're talking about dating earlier. I've heard men say like, or they've maybe not have used the words exactly, but have kind of made reference to, Oh, you know, I kind of like, like curly hair, but, but kind of not like your kind of curls. You know, or just some Wait, sort of. Well, that's why. That's that. my point. That's why I bring it yeah. up because I'm like, that's why. That's the comfort level, and and that's the way. Like there can't be this whole, um, you know, there's a, this camaraderie of like, yeah, let's all be natural. Let's, this is great, but everybody's hair texture is different. Like everybody has a different style that they're gonna wear it, and you know, in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm going a little bit in a circle. I had a glass of wine I'll tell you but <laughs> no I, I think the, the general point is women should be confident to wear women should be confident and be secure in themselves to wear their hair however they want to wear their hair and not yeah. be under certain pressures to rise to yeah. someone else's expectations of beauty because I guarantee I you White women aren't sitting around saying, because there are white women with curly hair. I mean, they might not be nappy, but they have different curl patterns. Some are bone straight and some have waves and curls. None of them are sitting around saying, oh my God, my my texture, like, is he going to like my texture? You know what I'm saying? So I think, yeah, I know, you know, I know we now have these five black beauty queens that are just completely smashing 
um, stereotypical standards of beauty. Love it. Yes. Yes. And I think that's so so powerful because there's literally every type of hair texture and style um, on the black girl spectrum. And it's all being accepted as beautiful. Um, And I hope that's just a stepping stone to people with ethnic hair to say, this is how I was created. And either I want to, because Kristen, I feel like you've put in the work to figure out how to do your hair, right? A lot of us, just like Mm -hmm. you were saying, we don't know how to do our hair, right? But on the flip side, Alex is saying, I don't want to do that. And that's just as powerful because thank you, Madam CJ Walker. I don't have to deal with that if I don't want to, because I would want my hair straight. So I think owning our versatility and style and accepting Mm -hmm. wherever you fall on that versatility spectrum is so important. Yeah. Yeah, And to, and honestly, to your earlier point, um, just about, um, and I don't want everyone to think that I'm like super hyper-focused on like dating or anything, but there was something so validating the very first time that I did go on a date with someone and he was completely infatuated with my hair. Like he loved the smell of it. He loved the, like that. I don't know who's going to listen to this, but like that turned me on because he liked it so much. Um, and so, Hey, I mean, yeah. Is it weird to ask his ethnicity or like his race? Say that again. Can, Can I ask his race? Is that rude? He's black. Um, okay. And so I do like have that. I've experienced both sides of the coin, right? Where I didn't have the right kind of curl or like maybe they preferred straight hair or not. But I've also experienced the men who don't like, who would never want me to touch my hair at all. And like love everything about it. The texture, the smell, the, like the size of it. The yeah. how it gets a little crazy. They love it. And so <laughs> I've experienced both sides of it. And um so yeah, like there's definitely people no, out there I that have that. black men that appreciate like natural hair too. No, I love that because I feel like that's another part of my point is that black men now are like they're seeing us with like they're seeing so many women and appreciating that part of it. So like I love that a lot that's why yeah. I asked I was like I bet that was a black dude like his queen right like big enough yeah, to but hear you, and but being infatuated you, with that you would be shocked with the white boys that love it too that's bad yeah well Just no saying. I know they love it too I definitely know they love it but too yeah. but I think that it's, <laughs> it's there's this like full thing which is within the black community right now where we're seeing each other for for the things that make us us right mm-hmm. like, yep and I'm really that's like my whole thing right now I'm pretty obsessed with yes black, black people big enough black people oh god <laughs> well hit us up in the comments we will post some of Kristen's fabulous photos to give you ideas as to how you wear your natural coils we'll also post some of Alex and her fabulous permed hair so you can see how you brought that if whether you straighten Girl, or not. I don't got no pictures most of I got a wig on oh god or wear a wig Whatever the case may be, <laughs> I love it right now. empowers you to wear the plan however you like. This is Allie J. And I'm Crystal O. And that's it for this week. 
Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 12 p.m. Central for another episode of Not Your Token Black Girl. And also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google. And follow me at Basic Alley on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Crystal O. If you're a defender fighting to protect your organization from cyber attackers, you must be successful ending attacks every single time. They only need to be successful once. Cyber Reason reverses the attacker's advantage. Our future-ready attack platform gives defenders the wisdom to uncover, understand, and piece together multiple threats, and the precision focus to end cyber attacks instantly. Together, we are the defenders. Cyber Reason. End cyber attacks. From endpoints to everywhere. Learn more at cyberreason.com that's c-y-b-e-r-e-a-s-o-n.com hi my name is adam reichert co-host of the talk eastern europe podcast i'm sure you have heard about the country of belarus which has been dominating international news headlines and the massive protests and violence that broke out there to understand this country better we have prepared a special documentary podcast series called the story of belarus the nation its history and a new hope in this 10 episode documentary we explore the country in greater detail. You can learn more by visiting www.neweasterneurope.eu slash Belarus or listen anywhere you find podcasts.